This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I thought I'd start off with a surprise this week. Okay, go on. Okay, it's in my pocket. It's in your pocket? Yeah. I thought it was a story. Oh, no, no, no. It's what? It's a surprise surprise. <laughs> it's it? for the first time, oh. probably on a, on a podcast... I've got his scratch cards. Oh my god! I thought you were going to give me like a dairy milk or something. No, so it's a it's a one euro all cash gamble responsibly. Do you want the top one or the bottom one? The top. Okay, there you go. I don't have anything to um to scratch with, so maybe just use. I'll the use pens. my pen. Okay, I'll let you go first. Oh, we're not so doing that at the same time. No, no. so you've got to match three no. to win, and if you find three frees, you win a one euro scratch card. And can I just say these are mm, kind of green aqua? I've never seen yeah. aqua coloured ones before. They look like they're from the nineties. I don't know if it was in the shop for too long or if they're brand new ones. It says that they need to be claimed by thirty first of December twenty twenty one. So I'd say the new ones. Okay. Um, any joy there? You can win up to five grand. Mm, I don't think so. I don't care. We're doing it separately. Just drag out okay, the content. Okay, yeah. just, okay, I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna stop my note because you take ages with everything. Well, I'm using a pen to scratch so a scratch card. Look how quick I am. I've oh. got a two, a twenty, a fifty, a five thousand, an eight, an eight, a two, a twenty. Okay, I'm very similar. I've got two frees. Yeah. I've got an eight, yeah. two twenties, yeah. a fifty, and a five thousand. Seeming that we have losers, two eights on mine and one eight on yours. Do you think we could go to the shop and be like, "Yeah, we won an eight quid"? Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly how it works. Why not make the poor retail staff stay even worse? I should have had a look at the back of these scratch cards. Averaging one in six point three six wins cash. Christ. This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions. This week on What Would You Do If? It's What Would You Do If a Bear Attacked You? Now, a bit of background. We live in a country oh where... Oh my God, you're not going to say you were attacked by a bear and you never told me, are you? <laughs> a bit of background. I was already attacked by a bear. This is my story. Surprise, I am a bear. I'm not. Um, we live in a country that has no bears. I don't think there's any bears here. I was telling one of the women in work today that we were doing this and they were like, why are you recording that? And I was like, just seems like fun. And she was like, do we have bears in Ireland? Should I learn this? And I was like, yeah, you should learn it. Listen. I wonder if there's a bear in Dublin Zoo. No, they used to have a polar bear, I think. But, uh, Sorry. <laughs> gone. Yeah. Um, so, a bear... Now, there's the common misconception, I think. Well, I say misconception. It might not be a misconception. But there's a common thing that I've heard about bears from general passing, because I talk about bears so often. You're meant to play dead. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. And I think we're going to touch on that on the what you should do bit. But I think if I just sort of collapse to the ground and play dead, maybe the bear, if he's thinking of attacking me, could be a she... Maybe they think that I've just disappeared. Or maybe I've died and there's no point even coming for me. Yeah, but what if they want to eat you and then they've just gone, oh my God, they just had a heart attack and died. What are the chances? Now, could I speak to the bear first before it was about to attack me? You can do whatever you want, Colin. It's just hypothetical. (laughs) (laughs) Because if I knew that the bear wanted to eat me, I wouldn't collapse because then I would know the bear was going to come and eat me anyway. I'd run. 
Okay. But if I knew that the bear wasn't going to eat me, I'd probably find a convenient bush to fall into so then I'm hidden by the trees what would you do if you were attacked by a bear I think if I saw a bear and I was with a group of people I would be the person going ah would you look at the bear look at the little cuddly bear and they'd be like Jessica it's six foot tall I'd be like but look at the little bear he's just got the little fluffy cheeks whereas if I'm by myself I'm going to be like oh my god oh my god this is how I die nobody's going to know I'm just going to disappear they're going to think I'm one of those women who disappears into the woods there's going to be like a mass hunt for a serial killer and really it's just I'm gone with the bear with you in the bear situation how you be so lovely to the bear i can relate this to you so much because at home and i didn't want to bring up our dirty laundry on the podcast <laughs> what <laughs> but at home i'm a fan of having the windows open just let a bit of fresh air in and sometimes moths would come in the house mm-hmm. and you don't like moths because they eat the clothes I don't, I, it's not that I don't like moths. I don't like their habits. But when the moth is floating around and you're like, ah, get the moth out, get the moth out. But you're also like, ah, but don't harm the little moth. He's a cute little moth. He's a little baby moth. It's just like, there's no, there's no difference between it. It's either, I hate the moth, get it out, or let's keep the moth in because it's so lovely. This is the bear situation. You know, when I was a child, I remember I was on the bus with one of my aunts. And a bear got on. <laughs> yeah. A dog was outside the window. And I was like, oh, look at the little dog. Look at the little dog. And my aunt was like, Jessica, it's a German shepherd. Just stop calling it a little dog. <laughs> so I started going, oh, look at the little big dog. <laughs> <laughs> She used to go mad at me all the time over So in summary, I would play dead and camouflage and you, you've got two personas. Yeah, if I'm on my own, I'm like, oh my God, I'm freaking out, don't know what to do. But if I'm with a group, I'm the calm one. I'm the one like, look, let's just adopt it. We can all be friends here. <laughs> this is a really big woods. <laughs> <laughs> let's build a house together and run away and elope and get married. Yeah, the bear can carry the rings. (laughs) In less than a minute, we're going to tell you what you should do if you find yourself in an occasion where a bear is about to attack you. And believe me, you're not going to want to miss it. It gets deep, dark and scary. First though, just to let you know, you can join the Headstuff Plus community, which we're a part of, which means for €5 a month, you can support up to three shows on the Headstuff network and you get bonus content from all of the shows. You can find out more about Headstuff Plus at headstuffpodcast.com where you can find a load more great podcasts too, like Spice Bags. Spice Bags is a podcast about food in Ireland from an international perspective. Hi, I'm May. I'm an American food writer and I'm with my friends Blanca, a chef from Spain, and Dee, an Irish food editrix. And we are the Spice Bags, Three sassy ladies with a lot to dish up. Join us for the chats. So, Callum, in order to understand what you should do when you see a bear, okay, it's important to have a few facts about bears. So let's play a game of vital or fatal. Vital or fatal. I'm going to give you a statement about bears and you have to let me know, is it a fatal myth Or is it a vital fact that could save your life? Okay, I'm excited. 
Thank you to bearsmart.com for a second for making my job really easy. Wait, there's a website all about bears. Yeah, all about two types of bears. I will come to them later. They have loads of information about bears. So if I make no sense, just go check out their website. Okay, go on. Bears can't run down hills. (laughs) (laughs) So is that basically a a vital piece of information or a fatal mistruth yes best can't run down I, uh, no that's got to be that's got to be vital no <laughs> it's a little bit confusing you can just say true or false if you want that is false they can run down hills yes you're correct apparently some people think that if you're going to be chased by a bear you run down the hill because then the bears can't chase you. Bears can actually run more than 60 kilometers an hour which means that if you're running away from a bear they are going to catch you. You'd really want a car wouldn't you? Yeah you would but you're not going to have a car. Yeah it's not like they'd be on the motorway or something. A bear standing on its hind legs is about to charge or attack. Well because I found out earlier that bears can't run when they're on their hind legs that is false but you know the way that like you see it on TV and stuff and they stand up and they go is that them saying yeah I'm about to attack you I think that's just a TV sort of narrative well you'd be correct thank you because you know the way like say if you were to get down onto all fours now right yeah then it would be I'm gonna try it yeah off you go okay so Callum is down on all fours. Yes. And Callum, you see the way that it's very hard to look around and see what's happening? Oh, it is. Yeah, so if you stand up on your two legs, you have a much better view of the world. I you can, can see everything. Yeah, so you can see what's going on. Are you in danger? You can see what you can smell. So bears are just curious. So if they stand on their back legs, they're just like, I'm just trying to see. Ah, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I just want to see the world. <laughs> They are very low down. Bears that go into areas with people like campsites or towns are dangerous. Is there a friendly bear? I've never known, uh, like Paddington and Winnie the Pooh and everything, but they're not like grizzly bears. Um, they, yes, they're dangerous. Nope. Oh? If they're going into an area with people, then usually it's just they can smell food and they're going, okay, maybe I can get something here. Just want to go to Tesco. Yeah, actually, if you have a regular problem with bears in your area... Then don't kill the bear. Okay. Because whatever is attracting the bear, it's not going away. You're just getting rid of the bear. So another bear oh. will come around, along and then it'll just be a vicious cycle of bear killing. <laughs> don't laugh. People do it. Oh, that's very sad. I know. So bears can travel hundreds of kilometers just looking for food. So, oh. you know, if they come across your campsite. Feed the bear. Yeah, no. No, because it's going to attract the bear as well. A gun is the best weapon against a bear. True? No. Why would you shoot a bear? It's just going (laughs) to make it more angry. (laughs) The best thing to use against a bear is bear pepper spray. Well, you know the way that you use pepper spray on men? Yeah. There's a specific version for bears. So you just use bear pepper spray. If you use a gun as opposed to the pepper spray, your chance of serious injury doubles. Oh. Yeah, because it doesn't stop the bear straight away. The bear gets like really angry and it goes for you. So enough of that. 
what should you do if a beer attacked? So let's just close our eyes. Imagine you're in beer country, beer land, beer city, whatever, basically the woods. How likely is it that you're going to be attacked by a bear? Bear attacks are very rare. So it's not very likely that if you see a bear, it's going to lead to something aggressive. But the thing that I really learned is people have to take responsibility. Okay. So if you are going to do an exam, right, and you don't study for the exam and you fail the exam, you're like, okay, well, that's on me. I didn't study. I'm the one to blame. Yeah. If you're going to somewhere where bears live and you don't research what to do if you see a bear and you know nothing about bears and then the bear ends up getting annoyed and defensive and I'm not calling it an attack anymore. Okay. I'm not saying bears attack people. I think people provoke bears and bears retaliate. So it's self-defense. Yes. Then people need to be responsible for that. It's highly unlikely that people are going to be surprised by seeing a bear because if you if you are traveling to a place where bears are going to be, you're going to know that bears are there. Yeah, no. See, I saw this video of a place called Yellowstone National Park in America. Yeah. And it's a place where like there's loads of bears and there's elk and there's moose and everything. And everyone was running away from the bears and the bears were just confused because they ended up in the middle of the road. Oh. Yeah, and everyone was doing the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do. Like, bears can catch you if they want. So just be chill. Yeah. But also do your research. Like, no, if you're going to a place with bears... Just know about bears. I saw some guy said that like 90% of bear attacks can actually be prevented if people know how to read the situation. Okay, so just really swat up. Yes, exactly, which is what you're doing now. So you have a 1 in 63,000 chance of being killed by a bee. Oh. Or 1 in 2.1 million chance of being hurt by a bear. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. So you're more likely to be killed by a bee and... When do you ever hear people being killed by bees? Never. That is very interesting. Also, you have a 1 in 16.5 thousand chance of being killed by excessive natural heat. So just being very warm? Yeah. (laughs) God, I'm always warm. Yeah, so bears usually avoid people. And if a bear can hear you around, it'll actually walk the other way. It's like, I don't want to go near the people. So you don't have to really avoid the bears. You just have to let bears know you are around. It's a bit like when you're trying to avoid the charity collectors on Grafton Street. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be focusing on the North American black bears and the grizzly bears just because I think they're the ones that are most relevant to us. Like, I don't see us going to the end of the Himalayan mountains anytime soon to approach some of the other bears or like anywhere near polar bears or anything like that, you know. So what other bears are there? So there's polar bears. Yeah. Um, we Heard all, of them. Yeah, we all Big know. Big white ones. We all know about them. Yeah. Um, I have a tip for you, though. Oh, If you are going anywhere near polar bears, don't sleep in the open without a tent. Okay. Because you may look like a seal and the polar bear will go up to you. I have been told I look like a seal. Yep, there you go. So make sure you have a tent. There's pandas. You forget that pandas are a bear. No, you don't. But you wouldn't put them in the same category as the grizzly. Well, officially speaking, you would. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, like, remember, they are bears. Like, that's my literal only note on panda bears is, like, they're they're not not friendly, they're not cuddly, they are bears. Okay. (laughs) Don't jump into their enclosure. Okay. Okay, there is the spectacle bear found in South America. Is that a bear that wears glasses? 
No. Spectacled. Um, no, but Paddington Bear is a spectacled bear. So Does are they, he have glasses? I don't think so, but he likes marmalade sandwiches. I've never seen him, to be honest. I know he has a red hat. There's also Asian black bears. Okay. Um, sloth bears, which is the most deadly type of bear. As in sloths? Yeah, no, sloth bear. They're nothing to do with sloths. I don't okay. know why they're called that. Okay. And um, they're very fast bears, actually. <laughs> the complete opposite. <laughs> like, to put it into perspective, there's more than 200,000 grizzly bears out there in the wild, yeah. right? They kill 6.3 people a year. Oh. There are less than 20,000 sloth bears out there. Oh. They kill more than a dozen people a year. Oh, my God. And then the last one is the sun bear. That sounds like a nice bear. Yeah, it's not even an 11th stone when it's like at its fullest. Ah, uh, maybe that's a pet. Yeah, no. Okay, so that's a lot of bears there, but you want to focus on the grizzlies and the black bears. They're basically the big scary bears. Yes. Now, in your head, what would the differences be between grizzly bears and black bears? Like, what are you envisioning when I say those? The grizzly bear is big and brown and sharp claws and the black bear is black and sharp claws you see this is the thing you can't actually use like what they look like in terms of their colour or their size to distinguish between them okay because some grizzly bears aren't grizzled and some black bears aren't black what yeah so you can actually have like blonde black or brown grizzly bears and you can have brown black bears so don't go by their colour just ignore that completely there are three things that you have to remember okay they're gone from my mind tell me the three things I need to know them first of all shoulder humps (laughs) (laughs) so they're shoulders yeah so grizzly bears have really big shoulder humps it's like you know a camel hump yeah but on their shoulders okay so they have that and when they're on all fours that'd be the highest point of them oh a black bear they've no shoulder hump so so they're back is just flat i understand that's that's a good defining point mm-hmm. face profiles if you see a grizzly bear from the side yeah they have a face profile that's a bit like us so okay. they've got their forehead and then it goes kind of in and then the nose comes out so they look like a human and they've got big shoulders Yes. Yeah. Whereas black bears have side profiles that are pretty much like straight. Okay. So from their forehead to their nose, it would just be like a straight line. There's no like curves or anything. So black bears, big forehead, no shoulders. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the third thing is their claws. Hopefully you don't get so close that you need to use this to distinguish between them. But grizzly bears have... Really long claws. Long They're claws. two to four inches long, so they can be longer than a person's finger. Big fan of a pedicure. Yes. Is that the yeah. fo- is pedicure the feet? Uh, yeah. Manicure. Yeah. That's yeah, the one. That's the one. Yeah. So grizzly bears, really big claws. Black bears, shorter, usually dark claws, less than two inches long. Right. Quick fire round. What should you do if you see a bear at home? First of all, try grab a stone throw it at the bear's back not their face okay their back scare them away if you have an umbrella open and close it it can scare them away like flapping yeah like open close open close yeah. um, get a water gun and that can scare them away but only use water and people have used like chemicals like bleach and oh, stuff oh that's which not is, good yeah it's really mean and it can hurt the bear and then it can make them like defensive and aggressive what should you do if you see a bear in a campsite 
Well, always keep the campsite clean, so make sure that you hang your food high and away from the ground. Um, Store it in bear-resistant units. Never eat in your tent. I know that this is all stuff to do to keep a bear away from you. But if a black bear comes into your camp, yell, bang pots, do everything you can to try and scare it away. Black bears can be chased off easier before they get food. Um, so if they haven't gotten to the food yet, you can scare them away. But never try to chase a grizzly bear away because they can become like really defensive. Right, just in general, out and about, what should you do if you see a bear? Um, if you're in a group, try and stay together because that will intimidate the bear. You'll look bigger and more intimidating. Figure out if it's a grizzly bear or a black bear. And that way you know what way to kind of ward them off and get rid of them. By using our little what would you do if podcast Instagram post by differentiating which one is which. That's it. Just go go to it now and have a look. Um, Yeah, so try and figure out which one it is. I'll come to what you should do if it's a grizzly bear or a black bear in a binna. Also try to figure out if there are any cubs around or if the bear is going to be defending food or an animal carcass because that will make them more aggressive and then just try and back away don't use a gun just back away and try and give them their space bro a lot of this we've been like don't spook the bear don't spook the bear don't aggravate it but in the horrible instance that you have spooked the bear the the bear is is ready to pounce what should you do if the bear's surprised so if you can't get away from the bear without it getting all defensive and attacking you if it attacks you then you just fall to the ground this when you actually play dead it's not like when you see a bear just try and pretend that you're dead roll over onto your stomach and make sure that you stay there put your hands at the back of your neck and your head that protects your neck and your head um, by having your hands there and then by lying on your stomach you're protecting all of your vital organs Mm -hmm. so if it tries to go for you then you end up like with marks on your back. Yeah, your, your guts aren't hanging out basically. Yeah, and then keep your legs and your elbows wide so that the bear can't flip you over. If it flips you over, that's when it's going to get to all your organs and start puncturing your heart and stuff like that. And when the attack stops, stay still. Okay. And it doesn't matter how long it takes for the bear to leave. It will eventually leave. It could be half an hour, it could be two hours. Just stay there until you're absolutely certain the bear is gone because if you move then it's going to attack you again if you are lying on the ground like this and the bear is attacking you then like at some point it might start eating you and that's when you have to fight back it's like you just you You have to fight for your life yeah you give up playing dead then because otherwise you are going to be dead but don't forget the odds like you said earlier you're more likely to die from a bee sting than even being attacked by a bear yeah and apparently bears are very curious so if it does come up to you there's a chance that's just trying to check you out and see what's going on do you know what to wrap this up i really want to go and see a bear do you now at a distance mm-hmm. can we book somewhere to see a bear no oh okay i can't convince you to come and see bears with me well where are you going to go we'll do like a trek across america no Please? No. Right, seeming that you don't want to come with me, here's one thing for the listener. Look in the show notes on how to get in touch with us. Just, I want one person to slide into our DMs and say, Callum, I'll go on a bear trip with you. That's all I'm looking for. Just Uh, one person. And are you going to go with them? Maybe when life is back to normal in maybe 2030. 
Okay, so if you go into the woods with a stranger that you just met over the internet and you don't come back out, am I supposed to assume that it was the bear or was it the stranger that killed you? We'll go for the bear. So basically, if you want to murder someone, Callum is up for the taking. When you put it like that, maybe not. But come on, I'm up for anything. (laughs) Even being killed. (laughs) This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.